Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Thank you so much for being with me. If it sounds like I'm trying to do a podcasting voice, I'm not. My wife told me, you sound like crap before I got ready to do this, but it is what it is. Had fun with the kids today and was screaming and just being a kid with the kids. And so that's why I sound like this, why I'm doing this podcast. But anyway, I hope you are being a kid every once in a while with your kids. And I hope you understand how much of a blessing it is to be a father. My wife went to the store, this has been a few weeks back now, went to the store and there was a really old guy who saw her with the three kids just by herself. And he was like, wow, you've really got your hands full. And she kind of laughed and said, oh, I know. And he said, but what a blessing. What a blessing it is that you have such a full family. And I know a lot of people have the tendency to see a couple or a parent and they have three, four, five, six kids sometimes and they just think to themselves, why in the world would somebody have that many kids? But honestly, it's incredible. It's a great thing. And so I hope you think to yourself that you're blessed. I hope you realize that it is a blessing to be a father. And if you've got one kid, that's great. If you've got two kids, that's fantastic. The kids that you have are all blessings. So I hope that you realize that today. But if that's not how you feel, then you're listening to the right podcast because this podcast is dedicated to helping men love mean dads and to help those dads strive to be better dads every single day. And the last thing is to build a community of dads who are working side by side. They're in this together so that we can better father our future. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the community aspect in the vast and (laughs) unforetold journey of fatherhood because we are better together. And I think that this is a huge struggle for men in general, and it bleeds over into us being dads, because it seems that we have this innate, this intrinsic lie inside of our head that we can do everything. Maybe it's just environmental. Maybe it's because most of the people in my generation grew up with dads who were macho men. I've talked a little bit about my dad on this podcast. I'm not sure there was anything he could not do. I mean, he was just strong and sickness didn't face him and going to the hospital was like nothing. It was like getting a cut on his knee or something. I mean, he could endure and withstand anything and everything. He was a macho guy. He went out and he got everything done. And so my generation this is what we saw. And I know it wasn't just my generation. It's been an ongoing theme. And I think it's still true today, even though there's differences. I understand there's differences in the culture and all that fun stuff, but I still think there's this innate desire in men that we can just do it, that we can persevere and we can get through it and we can get the job done. And we are really terrified of saying that we can't. It's like asking for help 
is one of the most difficult things a guy can do because we almost have this peer pressure that we have to be able to do everything. That if my dad was able to do this, if my grandfather was able to do this, if my brother was able to do this, if my other male friend was able to do this, and they were able to figure it out, and they didn't have to get assistance, then what's wrong with me? We do this sometimes, even with little things. It's it's as if we have this fear of not fitting in, of not being up to par with everyone else. I think we've probably all done this, but you have a conversation with somebody, and they're like, oh yeah, you heard about this? And even if you haven't heard about it, you'll say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know that they're going to give you more details about it, and maybe you can fill in the blanks, or maybe you can just kind of empathize with the situation, and you can have some relative feedback to what you're about to be told, even though you have no clue what they're talking about or who they're talking about. You just shake your head, say, yeah, yeah. We do that a lot, but why do we do that? That's the dumbest thing. When I realized that I did that, I stopped doing it. And it's really funny. When you stop doing that, you throw people off because there's an expectation that when somebody asks you about something, that they just assume you're going to know what they're talking about. So it's very funny if you'll just start being honest with this. If somebody will ask you, hey, did you hear about this or do you know about this or you know this person? If you say, no, I do not, they might not even tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Just give it a shot. But we just feel this pressure as men that we have to just be able to do it. And that is false. That is so ludicrous. It is not macho to just be able to do everything by yourself. That is a lie. That is a misconception. That's something that is not even achievable. You cannot be that person. That person does not exist. We are all broken. We all have weaknesses. We all have shortcomings. We all make mistakes. We cannot be this man that we envision in our minds. So why is it that we continue to strive for this unattainable goal? Why do we put ourselves through the tragedy of trying to be the one who can just do everything by themselves? Why is that what we keep going back to? And this is what I want to come against today. This is what I want to help you to think about. My wife asked me a while back my why, essentially, for the podcast. She asked, you know, are you researching? Are you trying to share certain things? And my response was, I'm trying to get dads to think. Because your family does not look like my family. Your environment is different than mine. We don't have the same story. We're in similar situations as dads. But my family and your family and what you deal with and what I deal with, while there may be some instances where things bleed over, for the vast majority, I would say that they're probably different. You have different issues that you will deal with than I will deal with. So I'm not going to be able to speak to every little complex and struggle that you go through. But what I can do is, 
is get you to think about it, to get you to view a different perspective, to look at your situation through a different lens. And I fully believe that when we do that, when you do that, that you have the ability to make really good and wise decisions. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to think about this. So yes, if you fall into the category, which it's most of us guys who fall into the category of, yeah, we can do everything by ourselves. I want you to stop and I want you to start thinking. Why is it that you try to achieve something that is unattainable? And if it is unattainable, then what else should you be striving for that is attainable? And this is where community comes in. Because when we work together, we're able to achieve higher goals. We're able to outperform ourselves as just a solo act because we are furthering our resources. We're extending our scope of ability as men and as dads because there's something incredible that happens when you talk to someone who's in a similar situation as you are. Because you start to not feel so crazy. You start to understand, okay, other people are doing this too. Other people have gone through this and they've made it out of it. There's hope for me. But you have to have community. You have to have the relationships with people who are in the same boat. The the classic study of this is people who go through some sort of tragedy, like losing a parent, losing a child, And then you just have other people who haven't had those experiences. They'll walk up to them and they'll say, I know, I know this is really tough. But the truth is, while they can think about it, while they can imagine what it would be like to lose a parent or to lose a child, if that has not happened to them, then they truly do not know the hurt and the pain that is associated with that experience. And and usually those words, they don't settle very well with the recipient who has lost a parent or who has lost a child. But you change the individual in that conversation to someone who has lost a parent or a child, their words come out a little bit different, even if they were to say the same thing. It comes from a different place. It's not just empathetic, it's sympathetic. It's, I know where you are because I have been there. Because maybe I am still there, but things get better. You're going to go through this. Things will get worse first. They can at least speak from a place of experience. They can speak from a place of knowledge and wisdom, and it is enriching. And this is what happens when we get in community with other dads. Because there are things that I have not dealt with yet. I have kids that are five and under. So I don't know what it's like yet to have to answer questions from kids when they come home from school and they've heard something that me or their mother would have never told them. I don't know what that's like. I don't know what it's like to have kids who are starting to date. I don't know what it's like for kids who are feeling peer pressure in high school or kids who are trying to make decisions on what they're going to do with their life. They're trying to 
figure out what career path they want to follow or if they want to follow one, if they just kind of want to be entrepreneurial and see see what works with them, whether they want to go to college or whether they don't or whether they're trying to get married. I don't know anything beyond the kids five years and below. So if I'm going to prepare myself for the times that are coming in fatherhood, I have to be in community with people who have been there and who have done that because I want to be a better dad every day. I want to be the best dad that I can be. I want to make sure that I do things the right way. So when I have conversations with my friend like Tim Jacobs on raising a son who's going through adolescence and I'm trying to rationalize in my head, how in the world do I have this talk about sex with my son. One, I can't even fathom that right now because he's five. But how do I get to the place where I do this? And I talked to him and he's like, yeah, it's weird. It's awkward. But I found this really great curriculum to go through. Okay. That's comforting. I don't have to try to come up with all the right words. I don't have to try and come up with all the right information. I don't just have to speak from my limited experience and my upbringing. I, I get to I get to pull research and data from a number of people that's been reviewed and studied time and time again and said, this is the best thing that you can deliver to your kid as they're getting ready to go through puberty and adolescence. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we need as dads. And sometimes it's not just how do we prepare. Sometimes it's the crazy check. I talked to Tim and I asked him, I said, do you feel that as a dad, you have a tendency to be a little sharper, a little quicker to anger, a little more impatient with your son? Because I had noticed myself doing that. I noticed myself with Frankie maybe being a little more harder on him than the girls and I don't know if it was because he's older and we've told him certain things more than we've told the girls. I don't know if it was because he was a boy and it was me trying to say, I want you to be the best that you can be so that you don't do some of the stupid things that I did. And I asked him, I said, am I crazy? Am, am I wrong for doing this? And see, he said, absolutely not. I do the same thing. It's comforting. It's reassuring to know, okay, what I'm struggling with is not uncommon. What I'm going through is not brand new. I'm not the first person who's going through this. And if you're not the first person, then you don't have to go at it alone. You have resources. You have other dads. You have other information that's out there. And if you'll put yourself in a community of dads, you will be in a safe place. You'll be in a place of wisdom. And that's what you need in the journey of fatherhood. You need to have wisdom. You not It's not just about knowing what's right, but it's about knowing when to use that information. That's the difference between wisdom and knowledge. Knowledge, yeah, you know things, but wisdom, it says, this is how you put it to use. This is how you put that knowledge to action. And when you talk to other dads, 
when you associate and you're in relationship with other dads who have made mistakes or who have had certain victories and they tell you their stories and you learn from that, then when your time comes to do whatever it might be as a dad, you're not doing it starting from ground zero. You have a little bit of a lead on what you need to be doing. You have an edge on the situation. And that's why community is so valuable. But we struggle with it because we think we have to be able to do it all. There's some aspects mentally that I think we have to overcome. That We just have to sit and think about and realize, and then we've got to act on it. I think the first thing, the obvious thing, is we just need to evaluate ourselves. We need to have some self-honesty. We need to look at the way we are as a man. We need to look at the way that we are as a dad. And we need to just call out our shortcomings. We need to list what we're good at. We need to just put ourselves on a piece of paper. And then we need to try and look at it with an unbiased opinion and say, okay, this is good, this is horrible, (laughs) but this is great. How do I fix this? How do I change this? How do I make this better? But you've got to be self-honest. If if you're not going to be self-honest with yourself, then don't even start down the path of, I'm going to be a better dad every day, because you're not. Because if you think you're already there, you're wrong. If you think you've got it figured out, you're the furthest one from the truth. That's how that works. The, mo- the moment you think you have a grasp on all of this, the moment you think, you know what, I've basically got this thing under wraps. The moment you get there is the moment that you have yet to even scratch the surface on what it means to be a dad. I promise you, that's how this works. Until you get to a place of humility where you can understand this truth, that there is more out there for you to learn than what you have learned Currently, until you get to that place mentally, you're messed up. You're on a a bad path, trust me. So you have to be honest with yourself. You have to realize, okay, I can't do it all on my own. That's a tough pill to swallow, but I'll go ahead and help you with that one because you can't. I can't. No one has ever been able to do that. So don't lie to yourself. Don't try and... You make it seem like, yes, you're the one who can. Because the moment someone sees that, oh, you fall, whew, it's a big fall. And it might really not be that big of a fall, but when you've paraded around like someone who can't, and then you do fall, oh, it's a big deal. So be self-honest with yourself and evaluate yourself and determine what's good, what's bad, what's neutral. Just be honest with yourself. The next thing, and this is hard for men, but you've got to be vulnerable. You've got to expose yourself a little bit. You have to. Because what good does it do you to be self-honest with yourself and to realize that, hey, I have a temper. I can be a little too aggressive. I, I want to be aggressive. I have this urge and this inclination to just be physical when my kids drive me crazy. That's a bad thing, okay? 
And so if you get to that point and you realize, okay, this is a bad thing. I need to fix this. But if you're not going to be vulnerable enough to expose that to someone else who could help you, then you're never going to receive the help that you need. It will never happen because you were never vulnerable enough to allow it to take place. So you have to open up. You have to expose yourself. You have to take that mask off and allow someone else to see. If you're going to get help, you have to share some of those details. You have to just open up. I remember when I was a kid, I used to go with my grandparents to their uh, AA meetings, the Alcoholic Anonymous meetings. And I remember as a kid, I was, I was probably six or seven years old, but I remember everyone who gets up there, hi, my name's whatever, and I'm an, alcohol, I'm an alcoholic. I struggle with this. I'm exposing myself and letting you know, look, here's my shortcoming, and here's what I'm trying to do, but here's where I mess up. Here's where I struggle most. When you share that and you're in a community, you will be much better off, I assure you. But here's the third thing you need to do. Not just be self-honest, not just be vulnerable, but then you need to be intentional about relationships, intentional about being in a community. And I'm not doing this episode just so you'll find the group on Facebook, Father in Our Future Dads Only, and be a part of it. It's open to you, and I'd love for you to be a part of it. But I want you to find community. I want you to be intentional about finding community, whether it's a large group of people, like a Facebook group, whether it's a group from your church, whether it's someone from work, whether it's just a group of friends that maybe you have where you have all moved up in age and you have all been married and now you all have kids, but maybe you don't talk about the dad stuff with each other because, you know, you've all got on lockdown, just like every other guy out there, right? You have to be intentional about community, about relationships. You have to be intentional about opening up and being vulnerable to those people that you're in community with. And that's when you share the details of your life that you're self-honest enough to determine. But it's in that place, it's in that community that you will get the guidance, that you will get the support, that you will get the love and the grace that you need as a dad to be a better dad every single day. It's in that place of vulnerability. It's in that place that you're scared to go to that all the answers to your questions lie. The help that you need is in the place that you're too afraid to walk into. Your answers are in community. Some things you'll figure out, and some things you'll figure out a really hard way. But you could just be in community with other people. You could share your stories. You could listen to theirs. And believe it or not, there's a good chance that when you're in a community, that you'll be able to help someone else. As messed up as you may think you are, you have content and you have information that can help someone else in their situation. And that's the beautiful thing about community. Someone could start it and someone can lead it, but they don't have all the answers. They don't have all the questions. They're just facilitating this 
personal think tank of dads. I, I love it about the Facebook group. There was actually a dad just recently who asked a question I couldn't really answer. I tried to contribute because I want to engage with everyone, but he said that his son was about 18 years old and he was at the point where he thought he had it all figured out. He just wants to go. He wants to do his own thing. And as a dad, having been there, having done that, he knows that his son is on a bad path and he knows that it's a rough road and he's tried to encourage him, but he just doesn't seem to be getting across. So he reached out to the community and there were some dads who had been there and who had done that who shared some really valuable experience and some really good content that I couldn't have shared because I haven't been there. I haven't been in that place. And it's one thing to think about a situation and say, okay, if I was in this situation, I would do this. Because each and every one of us, we have an opinion about everything that we hear. It's really easy to be opinionated until you get into a place where you're actually the player in the scenario. It's your kid that you're dealing with. I think sometimes we have a tendency to stray from the middle. We're either overly aggressive or we're overly gracious. That's what happens when we find ourselves in that scenario. But if you were to be in a community where you have other dads who are helping you and feeding you wisdom as you enter those scenarios, you're more likely to get closer to the middle ground and to do what's best and right in that scenario. Community is everything. We are better together. Anytime we talk about community, I always am drawn back to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter number 11. This is where the people got together and the Bible is really intentional about saying that they all spoke one language. But these people all spoke one language and they all had one goal. It was basically survival. They wanted to be able to build a tower that would reach the heavens just so if God ever caused it to rain and flood again, they would be able to save themselves. So the Bible says that God comes down and he looks at what they're doing. And he says, these people are so united that nothing, nothing is impossible for them. And that's the potential that lies in community. If we as dads can get together with the same shared common goal of we just want to be better dads every day, and we can talk that language of fatherhood where we're open and honest with ourselves, where we're vulnerable with the people in the community, and we listen and we soak up the information and we share content and our experiences, I'm persuaded that there's nothing that will be impossible for us to achieve as dads, but that only happens in community. It only happens when we do it together. So think about it. Think about yourself. Be self-honest. Prepare yourself to be vulnerable, to go into that area that you're a little bit, a little bit scared of. And then just be intentional about community. And in that community, in that place, 
you're going to bless and benefit each other. So we are better together. And together, we can better father our future. Thank you for being with me. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I hope you'll join me next time.